Blog Talk Radio. The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS Radio Network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning, and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, and good morning. Today is August 28, 2022, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show. After the scandals, late-night tweets, and an insurrection, are these the seemingly harmless boxes that could end it all for Donald J. Trump? He will make Mar-a-Lago his full-time residence after... The former president stands accused of mishandling government documents by taking them from the White House and storing them in his Florida home. We've got some breaking news coming into us in just the last few minutes out of Atlanta with a special prosecutor there announcing there will be no charges against the police officers involved in the death of Richard Brooks in 2020. He was shot and killed outside of Wendy's in June of that year. It's a phrase on our coins and in some public buildings. Now there's debate over in God We Trust signs on display in Texas public schools. Yeah, including a number of signs here in the Houston area. A new state law, in case you hadn't heard, makes displaying the signs mandatory if the signs are donated. Liz Cheney has been outspoken in her desire to keep former President Donald Trump from retaking the Oval Office. And she's also been coy about whether she will launch a presidential bid of her own. But could her pursuit of one of those goals potentially damage the other? A new poll suggests that if Liz Cheney really wants Trump out of office, then she might be best served sitting on the sidelines. A Yahoo YouGov survey released Tuesday shows that the outgoing Wyoming congresswoman's presence in the race might actually swing the election to Donald Trump. Should former President Trump still receive intelligence briefings? I think not. Why not? Because of his erratic behavior. Online radio at its best. One minute miracle prayer that will change your life. Lord Jesus, I come before thee just as I am. I am sorry for my sins, I repent of my sins, please forgive me. In thy name, I forgive all others for what they have done against me. I renounce Satan, the evil spirits and all their works. I give thee my entire self, Lord Jesus. I accept thee as my Lord God and Savior. Heal me, change me, strengthen me in body, soul, and spirit. Come Lord Jesus, cover me with thy precious blood, and fill me with thy Holy Spirit. I love thee Lord Jesus, I praise thee Lord Jesus, I thank thee Jesus. I shall follow thee every day of my life. Amen. Mary, my mother, Queen of Peace, all the angels and saints, please help me. Amen. Say this prayer faithfully, no matter how you feel. When you come to the point where you sincerely mean each word with all your heart, Jesus will change your whole life in a very special way. 
Only believe and you will see the goodness of God. If you believe, please like and click the subscribe button for good Catholic videos. 347-850-1272 is the uh, call number. It's the serious side of the J. Rao Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio. It's best, of course. I'm J. Rao. Thank you guys for spending a portion of your Sunday with us. Hopefully we uh, do you proud. Of course, I'm here with uh, my big sis, Miss Vanessa Maybell is in the house. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? I promise you Vanessa is here. I promise you Vanessa is in the building. Mr. Elias is off this morning. Of course, Mr. Jerome Esprit usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. But once again, the number is 347 347-850-1272. Now let me say this before we get started. Jackie's not here this morning, but you know what? She has a pretty dang good excuse. Today is her birthday. Just want to say happy birthday to our colleague, our sister, our family member. We love you, and we hope that you enjoy your day. You know what time it is. It is time. It's the part of the show where I like to call personal privilege, where we take a few minutes to discuss things that uh, will not make the show's agenda this morning. And, man, I tell you, a lot of stuff going on. First of all, George Foreman. Uh, we're hearing that George Foreman name has come up from females who says that uh, George Foreman, the former heavyweight champion. Oh, here she is. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? I'm so sorry. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday and happy birthday, Jackie. <laughs> Vanessa, well, thank you. Well, I was talking about George Foreman. I'm not sure if you heard the news. Houston's own uh, George Foreman uh, charges, well, not charges, but uh, women are saying that uh, back in the day he uh, sexually assaulted young girls. First we had Bill Cosby. Now, you know what's going on with George Foreman? I mean, you said, oh, please. So you don't believe it? I mean, talk to me. I hadn't heard it. You know, I'm welcome, Jackie. Uh, I hadn't heard it. And I'm right, you know, I'm right here in Houston with you, but... I don't know. I've been to George Foreman's house and uh, hung out with his brother and friends, and they all had, oh, my gosh, that family is so big with children. Right. And women. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not going to say what somebody didn't do. I That ain't coming okay. out of my mouth. But I okay. would be really shocked. If that happened, okay. because there were literally, I was young when I was at his house and hanging out, but there were women or girls literally dropping draws when they even saw his brothers. I'm, I don't know. I, I don't so know. you're skeptical. I, was young. I am. Okay. I am. All right. Well, that's fair. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I, I guess if you're skeptical, uh, then, you know, obviously that's your opinion. Uh, no, I don't think he's been charged yet. So, uh, you know, we'll uh, keep you abreast to what's going on with this particular story. Now, I misspoke earlier in the show because I'm seeing something on the board that says that Mr. LES is in the building. So without any further ado, the man who's on vacation for the most of the month, uh, he's here. Mr. LES is in the house. Good morning, sir, man, and welcome back. Well, good morning, That's good morning, good brother. morning to you. Good morning, Nessa. Good morning, good morning with sister. Good morning, Mama B. 
Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Larry and Music. Good morning, my brother Hawking. Good morning, my brother Jerome. I am here until I have to go because our family is having a get-together this morning at a restaurant. So it's not going to be for a minute, but it, I, until I, when I got to go, I got to go. So Here it is. Got to go, got to go. In the words of Robin Harris, got to go, got to go. Miss Elias is in the building. Give me your thoughts, sir, on uh, this whole thing with George Foreman. Uh, I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything or heard anything, Jerry, as you know, I've been traveling. So, uh, from what I'm hearing, you say that he's been accused of it. I'll wait until I get the details before I make any, 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 anything uh, as far as that goes, because I I don't know the whole story, man. That would be just an injustice to say anything until, you know, I know the whole story. Well, that makes sense, and that's the responsible thing to do. All right, let's talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband. <laughs> Pulled over for drunk driving, went to jail for three days. <laughs> you know, here's the thing that I don't understand. Uh, your wife is the third. She's third in line for the presidency, and you're running around in your Porsche driving while drinking. I mean, is this is this the hypocrisy of, and I'm not sure if the word is hypocrisy, but is this the epitome, I guess, if that's the word I want to use, of white privilege? How do you not know that in this current environment, if you get caught drinking and driving, that it's going to make the news? And so, Vanessa, here he is riding around in his Porsche, drinking and driving, spent three days in jail, and you know, here we are. What say you in regards to this? That <laughs> 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 my black ass yeah. doing that. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> well, yes, you did. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah, you did. But go ahead. No problem. You did. But go ahead. No problem. Okay. So. Oh wow. Maybe because. Yeah. Right, he's yeah. out drinking and driving. So because of the stress at the house. I don't know, but I just think it is hilarious. But 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 we have to remember, we have to. No matter what position they work, no matter what position their wives work, they're human. They're still human. Thank God, they still human, and they go still get caught in a mess, and they still don't make mistakes and fall. So, you know, may God bless this man and his drinking issues. It might have been one too many drinks. God bless this you know, man no, no, and his drinking no, issues. Really. Wow. Wow. No, 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 no. I know of quite a few people who, hell, you're going to meet one of them at the party. My niece got two of them. Um, oh, boy. I don't know. I think it's... Oh, Every week, we're, we're finding out something new about this party. So, Mr. Elias, we're hanging out with Republicans, uh, Trump people, and drunk. I tell you, it's going to be a party to uh, for the for the, for the for the millennium. And I'm sure, and I'm sure it's going to be some older ones that smoke weed since I heard more older people. Oh smoke my weed. God, well, that just makes it even better. Oh. Now we're hanging out with yeah, dope fiends so too. Oh, I tell you. Uh huh. <laughs> the more and more we. The more and more I hear about this party. That man, oh gosh. That man, that man is human, and he's not in the political eye. His wife is. So he is in the political eye. Stop. No, listen, listen. Look at your President George Bush. Those twin daughters he had, 
those girls would come through the airport drunk, loud, with an escort. Well, you so, know what? what? It's, it's interesting you say that, Vanessa. This is a beautiful segue in a story that I didn't mention it, but I read this, that President Obama and Michelle Obama, they are concerned about how their little girls are out there just throwing money around, that they are spending money left and right, and the former president and his wife, they are concerned. Well, stop giving it least. to them, and they won't have it to throw around. Well, stop giving ac- it to them. Stop. You know they have access to it. Come on, stop it. That's what... Okay, that's what I'm saying. Stop letting them have access to it, and you won't see them in the park with their boyfriend sitting on the bench smoking and having a drink in their hand, because I've seen it. So, I mean, you know. But they're human, Vanessa. Yeah, they're human. They're kids uh, growing up. They are. That is right. Okay. They are human, mm. and they are young. But they can't do all of this stuff if you don't give them the money. Don't give them the well, money. Cut the money off. Take it okay. down well, a little bit. Do Take it down a page. Okay, Hell, well, my we'll mama see. Would keep my allowance. I don't know about y'all, mama. I'm gonna Yeah, but your allowance is probably ten dollars. Their their allowance is probably somewhere between ten thousand to a hundred thousand. So who knows? Okay, and that's the reason well, why they their allowance is twenty five thousand, and they won't have that problem. Well, there you go, Vanessa. I mean, Michelle, call Vanessa. Vanessa has no. the answers to how you should deal with those babies, mama. Probably did have the same way. It's just that yeah. parents nowadays have forgotten how our parents raised us. Yes, it's like you see these little black children in the grocery store falling out having tantrums. You know if it was me or you, our mamas would have beat our butt yeah. in the stove. That's true. So it's That's true. the right. new politics. That's there all I got to say. Let me find a but, Mich- but Michelle Obama is the same age as we are. But okay. But all right, here's another story. And this one's a little bit more serious. Mr. Elias, um, in Uvalde, uh, funeral homes are, they refuse to take the body of the killer, uh, of the young man who killed all those kids and those two teachers. And, you know, it's interesting when you say that they, they are a private business and they have the right to do whatever. But what do you think about that, man? They refuse to take the body. Matter of fact, the body had to be shipped to San Antonio uh, and, um, and it was, uh, you know, cremated there. Your thoughts, please. Well, private private business, they got the right to refuse business. Hell, hell, the business got the right to refuse me if I don't, you know, if they don't want to serve me. So, hell, that, that, that's, that's business, man. If they don't want to, I, I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to serve you. I don't want to serve them either, man. He killed all those children, all those kids, man. No, I wouldn't want to serve them either. I would, I would, I would, yeah, I would have done the same thing. I'm sorry. You know, I, I know I'm not sorry. I would have, I would have done the same thing and told them, go find someplace else to do it. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't want you here. I want no part. Yeah, yeah, that's a sad story. Uh, you know, it, it almost reminds me of when I watched the documentary of uh, Four Days in Dallas, uh, the documentary about uh, you know uh, the last four days of uh, John F. Kennedy's life, and uh, mm-hmm. they were showing how they had this big old funeral, state funeral for the president of the United States, and they showed where I think Lee. Harvey Oswald was buried the same day and that his body had to be taken to the gravesite by reporters who were covering the story. No one else was there. So it's, you know, if you commit horrendous crimes, uh, then, you know, even in death, you deserve whatever you get. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, I still don't understand what makes people decide that they want to go and take someone else's life. Um, 
you know, it's just a crazy, crazy world that we live in. But, you know, hey, man, you know, I hate that. Sometimes I hate that term, but it is what it is, and we just have to live with it. All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is time for an NPR News update. And when we come back, it's time to get into the heavy lifting of the show. You're listening to The Serious Side on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. A judge in Florida says she is likely to grant a request from lawyers for former President Donald Trump to appoint a special master to review documents seized by the FBI during a search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. NPR's James Jones reports the move comes as U.S. intelligence officials begin an assessment of the potential damage posed by Trump's removal of sensitive information from the White House. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines has informed key lawmakers in a letter that the agency is reviewing, quote, the potential risk to national security that would result from the disclosure of the relevant documents. Some officials are concerned that the documents could compromise human intelligence resources and a heavily redacted affidavit laying out the FBI's justification for its search notes that information in some documents previously turned over by Trump could have been derived from clandestine sources. In Florida, a federal judge indicated that she is prepared to appoint a special master to independently review the documents, but that her order wasn't final. James Jones, NPR News. Gun safety advocates calling on Texas Governor Greg Abbott to call a special legislative session to address gun violence following the school shooting in Uvalde. Hundreds marched on the state capitol building yesterday, including family members of victims and activists. Kaylee Hunt of member station KUT reports. Among those who marched and rallied outside the capitol was current Texas State Representative Celia Israel. The four-term Democratic legislator expressed frustration with the governor's response to the shooting in Uvalde, which marked the deadliest school shooting to occur on U.S. soil in a decade. They don't care about Republican or Democrat. They want to know why aren't we responding. We owe it to them to respond. But the pattern of the governor has not been one of responding quickly when it comes to gun violence. The rally was organized by the youth-led gun safety advocacy group March for Our Lives, and also featured survivors of the 2018 Santa Fe High School shooting. I'm Kaylee Hunt in Austin. The United Kingdom sending underwater drones to Ukraine to help its Navy clear their coastal waters of mines. NPR's Frank Langford reports from Odessa that Russia's war on Ukraine has shut down nearly all shipping along the country's Black Sea coast for more than six months. Britain will train dozens of Ukrainian naval personnel to operate six autonomous mine-hunting vehicles, the drones, find mines, so Navy personnel can then destroy them. Both Russia and Ukraine have placed mines in the Black Sea, Ukraine to defend its coastline from invasion. Russia's naval blockade has brought havoc on the Ukrainian economy and done huge damage to the summer tourist business in the seaside city, where officials have banned swimming. Mines have killed at least five swimmers along the coast this summer. Still, locals and tourists play a cat and mouse game with police, searching for unguarded beaches where they can cool off in the Black Sea. Frank Langford, NPR News. Odessa. This is NPR. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance at living the best life they possibly can. 
Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. After the scandals, late night tweets, and an insurrection, are these the seemingly harmless boxes that could end it all for Donald J. Trump? He will make Mar-a-Lago his full-time residence after... The former president stands accused of mishandling government documents by taking them from the White House and storing them in his Florida home. Chopper 5 here spotting some movers unloading some trucks at Mar-a-Lago. A possible violation of the Espionage Act prompting the FBI raid earlier this month. The judge in Florida who signed off on that raid they allowed the affidavit used in that search to be published. Welcome in 347-850-1272. It's the serious side of the J. Rao Show. We have it every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network Online Radio. At its best, uh, well, Mr. Elias, talk about a tease. That joker came in, teases, and he's gone, but that's okay. Uh, we appreciate him stopping by and saying hi. It's always good to hear from the man himself. And, of course, if he gets the opportunity to uh, reappear and uh, come on back, he will. But until then, Vanessa and I, we got it. We grown. We can handle it. So now, this past week, the uh, affidavit was released, even though it was redacted. But there was enough information for you to take a look at what was going on and to determine, or at least I can, at least for me, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I think Donald Trump is in trouble. Because this affidavit said that he is under a criminal probe and the fact that they used the word espionage. Now, let me break it down for you folks who don't know and understand what that means. One of the worst crimes you could commit against the federal government is being notched. Now, in a lot of cases, the uh, penalty for espionage and treason and all that stuff is death. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen to one Donald J. Trump. But what it does, what this relates and reveals, uh, uh, Vanessa, is that the federal government, I think they're coming after this guy. Because if you do not come after him, and you can go back and look at cases of people taking secret documents home and and mishandling secret documents, they've got – people have gone to jail behind this. And so you cannot let this man, regardless of what he used to be, get away with this. And so, you know, as we peel the onion back – on this whole situation, you know, before, if you listen to the show, we were always talking about Georgia. You know, we said, okay, Georgia is going to be his downfall. I don't know, Vanessa. I think this whole thing with these documents may be the straw that breaks the camel's back. What say you? Well, you know what? I have been following this. And to have secret documents and stuff in your house for bartenders and the, the maid and the housekeepers and everybody else can read this stuff. We know he's crazy to do this, but I just wonder why these particular documents did he keep? What was it that he was going to gain from having these particular documents in his presence? Was he going to sell the information? Was he going to border with it to get something? Why did he need these particular papers? Was it souvenirs? I don't think so. So 
I think that he's in trouble. Do I think he's going to prison, spend time like everybody else who didn't get caught with papers? No. But he is in trouble. And they are going to use this where he cannot run for president because they're going to say that he is irresponsible and all of these other words you just used with those documents. So I think they're going to use it so he can't run. But, but they better but hurry Vanessa. up. But Vanessa, I mean, come on. I mean, telling him, I mean, if that's, okay, so this is politics, though. If you're saying that the only reason why, you're saying that the only thing comes from this whole investigation is the fact that he can't run for office anymore, that's political. And in my opinion, that's BS. At the end of the day, he needs he needs to be held accountable for his crimes. And if he committed a crime, he should be ahead of Well, then we we got to get out of this whole notion of, well, he's, well, he shouldn't go to jail. Oh, he should go to jail. I can't and let say the chips fall where they're made. I think he put him out of the prison and kind of hide the key. I didn't no, no, say I'm that. I'm no, I, I know. I'm telling I know you didn't say that. What these other people are going to do, they are going to take away his privilege to be able to have any kind of executive code hold any kind of office. I'm not saying that they're doing this because they don't want him to run. I am saying that he is guilty of all of this. They're not going to want to send him to prison. And they're just going to say he can never run for any office. He can never hold it. Why not? Why not send him to jail? Why not? He is not above the law. Because he's white. Jay. I what? think it's more because he is the former president of the United States and that okay, over 75 well, million people voted no, for him. No, I do no, think that's it. I think Obama that's it. Did it. No, if Obama did it, he'd be getting ready to go to prison, get his paperwork he and would, no, I disagree with that. They would not send President Obama to jail. There's no way because they have this, they would have the same, uh-uh, they won't do that. They would have the same Sorry. issues. No, I don't think they would. I, I just don't think they would. President Obama is still the most popular Democrat in, in, in this nation. And he is still – they just did a poll not too long ago. And okay, he topped Reagan. Okay, so he topped Reagan as the most popular president uh, in, in the history of this nation. Now, we're talking about a poll that was taken for you know, both Democrats, Republicans, and independents. There's no way that, first of all, we know that this would never happen with President Obama. But there's no way they would send him to jail. None. There's no way. There's no way. Now, the Republicans would be saying the complete opposite of what they're saying now. I agree with that piece. But, no, he wouldn't go to jail. Okay. That's why they're not going to send Trump. Because Trump is also popular. That's why they didn't send Trump. Right, right, right. Well, I'm not saying he shouldn't go to jail if President Obama, you know, broke the law. But you're saying they sent Obama because of his popularity, his business. There's no way. Popularity and this and this. Trump has a whole party that is being formed behind him and his ignorance. Well, let me say this. The reason, well, the reason why I said that, yeah, Vanessa, yeah. Well, well, I, I guess my whole point there was, you know, they would take the same precautionary measures if President Obama was in this situation versus Donald Trump. Now, would Donald Trump go to jail? I don't know. 
for President Obama go to jail. I'm just saying they would take the same approach. Whatever the end of the story is, would you know that would be the case if it was President Obama. That's what I'm saying. So, so no, they wouldn't be like moving at the speed of light trying to throw him in jail. What you just said about Obama is absolutely right. We're saying the same thing, Jay. We're saying yeah, yeah, the yeah, same, but, same thing. No, no, we are. Obama do the same thing for Trump. I just wanted to clarify those those thing. comments. That's all. They're gonna do the same thing for Trump. I think that they would have sent Obama or took him to have the right to do anything, sit on the Supreme Court justice election or anything. And I think that's what they're gonna do with Trump. Well, yeah. Right. Okay, so we are saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they might not send him to jail. He, Bobby over here going. He going to jail. Yeah. He, he ain't. Oh, Bobby, he ain't going to jail. So see, I think he's going to jail for two days. <laughs> with a fast machine and a I, I think they have yeah. to. They have to, Vanessa. <laughs> I just think they have to. I don't think you can let him get away with this. The type of documents yeah. he had in his possession are, I mean, we're talking about critical documents that can bring down a nation. We're talking about documents that can expose uh, people that we have implanted in terror cells all over the world that will put them in grave danger immediately. This information is not supposed to be handled outside of a secured environment. And he and, and so you talked about the reason why he wanted to have those documents there. You know why? Because he's just they're mine. They're mine. Like a baby, they're mine. I have the right to keep them. They're mine. And and you know, and for those who are critical of the United States government and Merrick Garland and the FBI, go back and look at the trail, right? Because there's a, there's a trail there, Vanessa. They tried to get these documents from him as early as 2021. They were trying to be, you know, give him the proper, you know, the proper respect. Sir, can we get these documents? Their lawyer said, oh, you have all the documents. Then come to find out that eh, maybe they didn't give him all the documents. And then they went back to get the documents again, I think at the beginning of the year, and, and they gave him some of the documents. But then they realized they didn't have all the documents. And so, you know, Trump and his people forced the FBI's hand because these are grave, critical documents. And we're talking, they're sitting in some space or someplace at Mar-a-Lago. Are you kidding me? Jay, what I want yes. to know, Jay, is the attorneys who kept saying he has turned in everything. All of the documents are turned Well, they're liars like he is. Okay, but I want to know why something is not happening to them. Why aren't they going to be disbarred or something happened to them for lying for him? I mean, it's more than just Trump. It's more than just him with this. It is. It's other people that held accountable for his ignorance because they knew about it. And all of these people encouraging this nonsense. I mean, they, Jay, I just think that. Something should happen to everybody involved in this. And if Republicans are sitting back and thinking that what he did was right, it is something wrong with them. But if you of see course. now, a lot of them are scattering away from him. A lot oh, of them oh, are oh, really? I haven't. Well, I haven't seen that. Oh, I have. Even Fox News is trying to run from him. Well, Fox News is okay. Well, okay, you can say that Rupert Murdoch, uh, you know, he has he owns two papers, and both papers have said you know derogatory things about Donald Trump. 
I don't know if they're running from them. I think they're just trying to find the next big thing, and I think everyone looks at DeSantis as being, you know, a younger, smarter version of Trump, but he's an idiot just like he is. You know, the comments he made about Dr. Fauci, he's, you know, I, I think about this, and I say to myself, at some point in history, you know, responsible parents are going to go back and look and say, how could adults act the way they've been acting? I mean, I just don't understand. We teach our, we're supposed to teach our kids how to do the right thing. And these people who are, these Republicans, some of the things that they say, and there are grown people in there cheering these folks on for making such derogatory comments. I don't get it. And this is going to be a shameful time in our history. I tell people all the time as a sports fan, I am so privileged. I lived during some of the greatest athletes of our time. You know, I lived through the Michael Jordan era. I lived through LeBron James, Kobe, you know, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, Serena Williams. You think about all these great athletes that are going to, that's going to go down in the annals of history of being the greatest and what they do and did. And then here's President Trump. You take the goof to bed, right? Unprecedented what this man has done. And there are people that will follow him and walk with him over the cliff, Vanessa. It's like, we'll drink the Kool-Aid for you. I've just never seen anything like this before. And he should go to jail. Point blank, period, full stop. No excuse. None. And I know Bobby thinks he's going to jail, and I'm with Bobby. I'm going to tell Bobby Jones I am on his team. I'm standing to be corrected. He said, Vanessa, he going to go to jail for a day for them to talk to him, and that's it. He don't think he going to oh, do no time. Okay, then I'll, well, then again, I'm not on Bobby's team, then, for one day. Come on, man. Let's, let's get him in there for at least a week. And that's what I think. I don't think Trump will do that. I don't. I think, like well, I don't know. I don't know. You said, Jay, that they're going to give him this because, he is an ex-president. I just don't think that this man, this man is not going to prison for years. He's not. That's not, people, come on now. This is not going to happen. They are going to get him. He is going to get in trouble. But is he going to prison for treason and all this other stuff that he has committed with paperwork? They're going to find out that he probably gave some of this stuff to Putin I mean, I'm just saying. Well, no, no, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. If he did that, he will go. To, I mean, here's the thing whoa, that people whoa, whoa. are wondering. He no, no, Vanessa, I, I guarantee you that if they, Vanessa, if they find out that that man is giving away secrets, I don't give a damn what anybody say. He's going to jail. Okay. Because that's going to be he the line that he can't cross. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. So, Jay, did you hear what they are fingerprinting? the documents to see just how many people have touched these documents. And, and there they have should. Been different fingerprints at this point. They have not said who. They're probably not going to tell us right now. But, Jay. Right. Jay, if yes. we let other people see the documents, their fingerprints are on the documents, and they say top secret, the same thing. He still should be in trouble. Oh, he should be in trouble. 
and it's not going to oh, happen. But Vanessa, he it's should not. be in trouble. Well, he should be in trouble. There's no doubt about that. But I'm but saying that if this fine bona fide. He give it to Putin. So what? Even if he don't give it to Putin, and he and somebody else fingerprints it on it, but they see it. Hell, they could give it to Putin and make a deal. Oh no, I What's agree. Listen, you're you're, you're pre- well, you're preaching to the choir. What I'm saying to you is, is that because that because of the fact that there are other people's fingerprints on the documents, you know, once again, this kind of falls into this: should we or should we not? You know, try to pursue him and try to you know prosecute him and you know and stick his tail in jail. If they have proof positive that this man is giving those secrets away to some foreign intelligence, or if he's giving it to Turkey, or if he's giving it to Putin, and they know he did this, oh, he's going to jail. Somebody else can give it away. Say what? Doesn't have to give them away. If other people see it. They can make well, deals I know that, and Vanessa. give the away. He's responsible well, for the stuff that's top secret. I agree. I, quite a bit of it. I agree. I, I agree. But but I guess I guess what I'm saying here is, and let me clarify. What I'm saying is that right now it's a jump ball. It's fifty fifty whether or not you know because we're talking about it right now. Will he go to jail or not? I think it's 50-50 at this point because of the fact that – because, Vanessa, just think about it. The fact that he took the documents out of the White House alone uh, was breaking the law. He should go to jail behind that because we, we, yeah, we have instances – we, Well, that, that's BS. That, 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 that's crap. He was so, so, the paper in his pocket when he should have been turning them in so that they could well, go to the archives. I, 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 I get that. I get that. I don't want to lose my point. I'm going to give it back to you, but I don't want to lose my point, my train of thought here. So basically, he should go to jail alone for just take removing them from the White House. That's number one. I don't think there's any question about the fact that he broke the law. But the bigger issue is this. It's 50-50 whether or not he's going to jail or not, right? Because you and I and Bobby and whomever else is listening say, hey, look, you know, he may go to jail for a day or two. Okay, whatever. Or he may not even go to, go to jail at all. That's 50-50 at this point. What I'm saying is what would take it to 100%, let them find out that that guy gave those documents to, 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 to Putin. Let, let them find out that he gave those documents to the, the Turkish president. Let them find you know, out that he James, gave those documents Jay, to the former prime the minister of Israel. Oh, God. Jay, remember the meeting that Trump and Putin had, and they asked what about people it? to leave the room, nobody in there but them? Nobody right. was in there but him. Okay. You can't prove nothing, but don't you know he probably gave Putin some information? But 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 here's the deal. But 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 the, but the difference, Vanessa, the difference is he was president of the United States, and there has already been a doc. You know, it's already documented that he shared information. Uh, you know, ally. You know, allies give us information because all of us are operating all over the world. So, out of courtesy, you give the United States information. Hey, we're thinking about doing this. You know, this is for your eyes only. He, he, well, they he's already shared that information. I think he shared that with Russia, and by accident, he actually. He actually tweeted a, a top secret photo of a bombing that the United States conducted against uh, against one of our enemies, and. You know, the FBI was like, my goodness, no, 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 no. You know, matter of fact, after January 6th, they stopped giving them security briefings. 
because they were afraid that he was a he was a threat because he can't keep his mouth shut. But what I'm saying is that it goes from 50-50 to 100% if they find out that this man has been passing secrets to to the Russian government. He is going to jail. And I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if Trump people go, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He is gone. That's one way that we know for a fact he's going to jail. It's still up in the air at this point. But I still think, I mean, I, I just never seen anything like this. What he has going on in New York, what he has going on in Georgia, the fact that he was impeached twice, and now we have this situation where he has these secret documents that they've been trying to get from him since 2021. And there are people that will still follow this man to the end of the earth. It's, it's crazy. It, it's, it's something that uh, I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Lord have mercy. All right. This past week, uh, President Biden, and I can't (laughs) – I don't think we're talking about this this morning, but I know you probably had a hissy fit when you realized that President Obama is – not President Obama, but President Biden uh, is forgiving uh, student loans up to $10,000. Now, you know, maybe we'll talk about this uh, uh, maybe next week, but right now – it's happened. And so President Biden has, you know, uh, changed the fact that students no longer have to pay student loans, or he forgave at least $10,000 of it. And a lot of young people are saying, yay, 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 yay. Well, in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know, is it fair to forgive student loans? And we're going to take a look at three of the arguments, because this is a very heated debate. I tell you, people are not happy about this. And uh, who knows? It's Kavina time in four minutes or less. Something that you need to know. We'll be right back after this. President Biden's plan to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars in student debt is drawing cheers. Also, plenty of booze. Borrowers are happy with the prospect of having up to $20,000 in college loans forgiven. Critics are questioning the fairness and the economic fallout of the president's plan. We are going to talk through some of the arguments for and against the plan with NPR's Scott Horsley. Hey, Scott. Good to listen, Eileen. People are worked up about this. Lay out the gist for me of the arguments, pro and con. Well, uh, obviously, if student debt is a big burden for a lot of people. And under this plan, 43 million people stand to have their loan payments reduced. 20 million of those would have their debts forgiven altogether. So if your payments are cut or eliminated, that means you have more money to spend elsewhere. Maybe you can buy that car you've been looking at, make a down payment on a house, or even put more money aside for your own kids' college education. (laughs) Uh, So this does have the potential to raise the living standards for tens of millions of people. On the other hand, critics say that additional spending could just pour more gasoline on the inflationary fires in an economy where businesses are already struggling to keep up with consumer demand. Now, we should note this is different than, say, those $1,200 relief checks that the government sent out to just about everyone last year. It's not as if people with student loans would suddenly have $20,000 transferred to their bank account. Uh, Instead, they would be relieved of making loan payments over the course of many years. And because that relief would be spread out, Ali Bustamante, who's with the left-leaning Roosevelt Institute, says this really wouldn't move the needle on inflation all that much. There's really a drop in the bucket when it comes to just the massive level of consumer spending that we have in our very service and consumer-driven economy. 
The White House also notes that the remaining student loan payments, uh, which have been on hold throughout the pandemic, are about to restart next year, and so that's going to offset some of the additional spending power and potential inflation pressures that would come with this loan forgiveness. Although we should note inflation is not the only issue that, that critics of this plan are raising. What else? No, an- another big complaint has to do with fairness. Uh, you are essentially transferring this debt from individuals and families to the federal government and ultimately to taxpayers, uh, and that includes people who you know, maybe scrimped and saved to pay for their own college or uh, the majority of Americans who don't go to college. Uh, they might not mind subsidizing a newly minted social worker who earns, say, $25,000 a year, but they might bristle at underwriting debt relief for a business school graduate who's about to go off to Wall Street and earn six figures. The White House says 90% of this debt relief would go to people making under $75,000 a year, but the plan does allow for couples earning up to a quarter million dollars to get some debt relief, and that might rub some people the wrong way. Lower-income borrowers who qualify for Pell Grants in college are eligible for twice as much debt forgiveness as other borrowers, but Mark Goldwine, who's with the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, still thinks this plan does, does a lot to help people who might not really need the assistance. I still think a lot of this benefit is going to go to doctors, lawyers, MBAs, other graduates that have very high earnings potential and may even have very high earnings this year already. So that, that fairness issue is another big big complaint. What about what all this might mean for the, the basic question of how much it costs to go to college in this country? Yeah, this is maybe the biggest beef that economists have with this plan. You know, for years, the cost of college education has soared much faster than overall inflation. And this debt forgiveness doesn't really do anything to fix that problem. In fact, it could make it even worse. Goldwine worries about the message that debt relief would send to, say, a high school student today who's thinking about where to go to college and how to pay for it. People are going to assume there's a likelihood that debt is canceled again and again. And if you assume there's a likelihood it's canceled, you're going to be more likely to take out more debt up front. That's going to give colleges more pricing power to raise tuition without pressure and to offer more low-value degrees. So Goldwine calls this just a a Band-Aid on a bigger problem. The old rule in economics, Mary Louise, is when the government subsidizes something, you tend to get more of it. In this case, that could include high tuition and college debt. We shall see if the rule holds in this case. And Pierre Scott Horsley, thank you. You're welcome. Online radio at its best. We've got some breaking news coming into us in just the last few minutes out of Atlanta with a special prosecutor there announcing there will be no charges against the police officers involved in the death of Richard Brooks in 2020. He was shot and killed outside of Wendy's in June of that year. Investigators said he resisted when officers tried to arrest him on a DUI charge. You might remember that his death came less than three weeks after the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Sparking demonstrations in Atlanta and beyond at a moment of national reckoning over the police use of force, race, justice. The prosecutor laying out today, this afternoon, his decision to, in essence, exonerate those officers. Both acted as reasonable officers would under the facts and circumstances of the events of that night, of that night. Welcome back in 347-850-1270. You heard the news. Uh, officers will not be charged in the death of, uh, of the young black man that was shot in Atlanta at a Wendy's uh, because uh, if you remember the video, we talked about it here on the show. 
Uh, it started off as a you know, just a routine traffic stop. People were concerned uh, because I think he was sleeping in the parking lot, if my memory serves me correctly. And people called and said, hey, this man may be having a medical issue or whatever the case may be. They got there. They had just a very casual conversation with uh, Richard, and it escalated all of a sudden. And he took off. He grabbed one of the officer's tasers and uh, took off running, and he uh, – while he was running, he pointed the taser at the officer, and the officer used deadly force to take him down. Um, it's been a minute, but once again, no charges to be filed. Vanessa, um, you know, I don't know what to think here. Um, the pros- the uh, the prosecutor said that uh, the officers acted reasonably under the under the situation. And as far as I'm concerned, when you talk about deadly force, uh, I'm not sure being tased. By an officer's taser, uh, if the officer felt that the taser, it, it's almost they're contradicting themselves, right? Because they use non-lethal force with the taser, but in this case, the reason why the officer shot him is because one, he was running away, and two, he pointed his taser at the officer, the one that he had, you know, ripped from the officer's hand. So, if a taser is non-lethal force, then why? Would the shooting of this young man be justified because he pointed a taser? I'm not sure if I followed that, but uh, you know, maybe you can make sense out of it. What say you? No, <laughs> I can't make no sense out of that, Jay. Do you know that every week we have a conversation about how black people are just shot and nothing happens? That it was justified. Now you got Hispanic people that are getting the crap beat out of them, and it's going to be justified, I think. I just think it's horrible. So, no, I can't justify it. I'm sorry. Yeah, nothing, and you're talking about the video that came out. When a person is shot in the back. Nothing. Say what now? When a person is shot in the back. What did you say? Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a gun, you should turn around and shoot back. Now, if they got a gun, and they can turn around and shoot back, that's one thing. But somebody running away with a taser? I mean, really? How far can that taser hit? It, it yeah. doesn't justify justice. I agree. I don't know how you can justify that shooting with... You know, once again, on one, you know, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You know, on one, on one hand, you're saying that tasers are non-lethal, but then, but it's lethal if he's pointing it at you. You have the right to use lethal force. I just don't get it. Um, and you're right. Every week we are almost having a conversation about this because it's injustice. And you know, you referred to the one case. I'm not sure if that guy was Hispanic or not, but maybe he was. The one where those three officers were beating the hell out that that dude on the just beat his, beat his tail. You know, and it's like they don't care. Think about this. These are the ones that get caught on video. How many of these, you know, officer incidents that are not caught on video? In this climate of George Floyd, and you know, even if you go back further with Trayvon Martin. And, all these different situations, it's like they don't care, man. It's open season. It's like, you know, we're going to do what we want to do because we're the law. We're the police. Um, you know, it reminds me of a scene uh, in uh, uh, one of Martin Lawrence's movies. He said, man, we can do what we want to do. We're the police, you know. And it's like 
no, you really can't do what you want to do. And um, it's just unfortunate. It, it really and truly is. Um, because some people may argue the fact that you say, well, listen, just comply with the police. Because we heard that a lot this past week from the right-wingers. Just do what the police tell you to do. And to be perfectly honest with you, Vanessa, in a way I kind of agree with that. Because self-preservation is the key. You know, if an officer tells me to stop, I'm going to stop, period, because I don't want to get shot. You know, I mean. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We always say in my household, watch who you make as a poster child. Watch who you make as a poster child with these shootings. So it's like it's a shooting that is being investigated from my old neighborhood, uh, because the guy got out the car, he had a bag, he was running, and they shot him. I had to refrain from commenting on that post in our neighborhood page from when I was a kid. And I lived in an upper-middle-class black neighborhood. So the people that still remain there are in an uproar that that happened in our neighborhood. But to me, the boy brought it back to the neighborhood when he was on a police chase, he came back to the old neighborhood in the car, and they shot him when he got out the car and he had a bag. Was there a gun in the bag? No, but there was a gun in the car that the other young man had. Sometimes you just have to watch who is the poster child. So I couldn't comment on that because he shouldn't have ran. He should have stayed back with the other person in the car, but I think they had a warrant or something. So sometimes, Jay, I'm not going to say – Never is it justified to kill a person, shoot them in the back, and that's what they did. But sometimes when police tell you to stop in this day and time, you know, you better stop. You better stop. Well, and and did you lady, uh, get a lady the other day in Houston or wherever she was, she was trying to drive to an area, and the police officer handcuffed her from a restaurant in front of her children, and her daughter was filming it. Because she was trying to go to a lighted area to pull over. Jay, that could have been me. Because if I, long time ago when I got pulled over, I drove till I could find some light. And that was years right. ago. Now I know I'm going to do it. So, Jay, I'm so sick of these cops not doing right by people. Don't be fighting with right. this lady because she got too and she want to get in the lighted area. Don't be saying that. On one hand, a taser, oh, we just tased him. That wasn't a deadly deal. But if somebody tased you or finna turn around to tase you, you want to kill them. But you just said that the taser wasn't deadly. So pick one. Yeah, yeah. You can't have it both ways. And I agree. was killed with a taser 30 years ago. 30 years ago, they killed this boy with a taser. And you know what? He was having a mental breakdown. And they killed him. And that was about 30 years ago. So, you know, Jay, I'm sick of what excuses they're making up. I'm over it. Yeah, you, you know the thing, though, If you behind you, pull over with your hazard light like that lady did and hopefully tell somebody in the car with you to film it. But remember, but hold on now. Remember the story we did uh, where the veteran, this kid was in uniform, 
he pulled over at a gas station, and they still peppered him and did all that stuff. So it's like these people think that they're above the law. They think that they are the law, and they don't understand. They're peace officers. Keyword, peace yes. officers. Yeah, you're going to meet him. My uh, my daughter, the oldest one, the stepdaughter, oh. the oldest one, boyfriend, the police officer, they just moved in some outer county uh, in Houston, and the police pulled him over because he didn't know that the speed limit changed that quick, and he showed his badge. And instead of them doing a professional courtesy day, they gave him a written warning. And he's a cop. Instead of doing a professional courtesy, had he been white, he would have gotten professional courtesy. But because he's black, they gave him a written warning. I'm so sick of them. Yeah. Yep. That's uh that's crazy. I mean, we could tell stories all day. I mean, there was a story where a police chief got arrested. I think that happened here. Got arrested, and uh, and it was a black police chief, and they arrested him. And he told him he was a chief. They was like, okay, yeah. what do you want us to do? It's just, you know, once again, it's just a situation where it's a double standard. And the fact that, once again, this young man running away, shot in the back, um, you know, I, I had uh, while I was preparing for the show, I, I, I had gone back and I had looked at some of these other videos, and they showed the video of once again this female cop who was driving to another emergency. This brother's car had stopped in the middle of the road. He had his hands up, walking to his car, and she shot him. She wasn't charged. I, I mean, it's like you know, if a person runs from you. That's that's not that does not give you the authority to use, you know, lethal force. It just doesn't. But they think it does, and so as long as they think it does, then you know it really doesn't matter. Now, can we say it's been all bad because the cops were charged in the George Floyd situation? Uh, the one female cop was charged when she shot that guy when she said she thought she had grabbed her taser. The cop was charged when she walked into the wrong apartment and killed the young man sitting on the couch eating ice cream. So we're, we're, we're seeing some results here, but still, one death is too many as far as I'm concerned, Vanessa. Just too many. I agree, Jay. I totally agree. So what's the answer? No one knows the answer. I guess all you can do is just continue to try to find ways to uh, bring it to light and try to find ways to, you know, make it relevant so people can pay attention to what's going on. But in some cases, a lot of people are not falling for that nonsense because it's still happening. You know, we talked about the video of those three cops beat the hell out of that dude while he was on the ground. Now, we don't know what happened. And this, and here's what police officers and the police unions, and they always say, look, you don't know what happened. You saw 35 minutes or 30 minutes of tape. You don't know what happened or 30 seconds of tape. You don't know what happened up until that point. I don't care what happened. They beat but that Is that fair to say, I, though? It was, it was, I have to laugh because when they asked him, do you want to go to the hospital and get treated? He said, no, no, no. I don't blame him. I wouldn't have went to the damn hospital because he's going to come up missing. Uh-uh. He came up dead accidentally. That boy said, uh-uh, no, no. Because he didn't want to, he wanted to get treated. They said that boy had bruises all under his clothes, his face. It, that is well, ridiculous. Yeah. That they they had him face down, down on concrete, beating the hell out of him. I don't care if he robbed a bank. I don't care 
What do you uh, mean? I don't know about that. That's well, I, I, don't, I, I don't know about that. No, I, no, I don't know about no, that. No, well, I, I, I don't know because... Jay, Vanessa, Jay, well, Jay, let me ask you this. Well, let me ask you this. Oh, let me ask you this, though. He was not fighting them to get away. They could have handcuffed him, Jay. They could have handcuffed him but, but and Vanessa, put him in the police car. But he we just said earlier, we just said earlier in the show that people are human. So let's say that the first two minutes of that video, the first two minutes of that incident, he done kicked one of the cops between the legs, he done spit on him, he done scratched him, he done swung on him. They had a fight. So they are in a fight. I'll... So what? So Jay, Go ahead. they in a fight. He spit at the cop. That's all part of the job, Jay. Sorry, it is. So that justifies <laughs> the guy laying on the ground. One no, person no, is no, holding him no. down. The other one no. is bashing his head into the cement, no, and doesn't. the other one is kicking. No, it, it, it doesn't, Vanessa. You, you're right, and, and you know, and it's funny. I, I laughed. Because when you said it's a part of the job, I remember telling the story about yeah. when I was on funeral detail. And, and I think I told this story on this show, uh, but just in case we have some new listeners, I'll tell the story then we go to break. You know, when you say it's part of the job, when you accept certain responsibilities, you have to, you know, when you accept certain jobs, there are, you know, there's pros and cons to every job. You have to be prepared to, to deal with both. And I remember when I was on a funeral detail, and, um, you know, at the funeral detail, uh, you know, I'm the NCO in charge. So you have to present the flag or the colors to the widow. And in this case, the widow hated the military. And so her husband got killed overseas in Germany. So she was really upset at the military. So as I, you know, as I handed her the colors and, you know, and prepared to give her the salute and say on behalf of a grateful nation, um, as soon as those words came out of my mouth, she spit in my face. And I tell you, it was one of those good spits, Vanessa. You know, it was one of those nice, juicy, lime green ones. I mean, it, she she must have been sick or something because she hit me right between the eyes, she man. Was, and she was huge. She was red She didn't care if you were white. She was going to spit in your face. That's right, because she, she hated the military. And and, right. and And, you know, I had to hold that salute while her spit was dripping down in my nose and mouth. And when I tell you it was disgusting, it was disgusting. But I had to hold that salute and complete, you know, that whole traditional uh, act. And I'm here to tell you, you know, uh, had I not had uniform on, and if that would have happened somewhere, I would have been on the popping. But but you're right. It's a part of (laughs) – what did you say, Vanessa? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. I really oh, am. Well, well listen, but, that happened over 20 years ago, but still. It's yeah, a part of the job. Part My of point the is, it's a part of the job. You got to, it's a part of the job. You have to, you know, you take the good and the bad. So it's, it, but that was a very bad day. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah, but it is what it is. I knew it wasn't personal, but, you know, that's how it goes. All right, it is time for a music break. We'll be right back after this. Vanessa and I are in the house, 347-850-1372. You can be a part of it as well. You're listening to the Serious Side of the J. Ryle Show.
Today, nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition, from our children and grandparents to our veterans, coworkers, and neighbors. For all of us, our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health. But unfortunately, most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress. And so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need. And together, we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction. Online radio at its best. Signs for backpacks and volleyball camp are on display outside Goodson Middle School, but it's this new sign inside that's getting attention. We just felt like it was uh, a great opportunity to display our national motto in our public schools. Texas State Representative Dr. Tom Oliverson of Houston co-authored a bill that recently became law, making it mandatory for a school to display In God We Trust signs like these if they're privately donated like a batch given to Carroll ISD near DFW just last night. This was a idea uh, that I had after seeing something similar happen in a couple of different states. The Yellow Rose of Texas Republican women posted a number of photos on Facebook showing framed signs volunteers made before donating them to a number of Cypher area schools, including Goodson. The district added in a statement, quote, as part of the national motto program, the Yellow Rose of Texas Republican women are generously donating a copy to every instructional facility in Cypher ISD. It's a disgrace. Cypher parent Allie Fitzpatrick is among those fired up. These groups are hijacking our public education. Oliverson says most of the feedback he's gotten has been extremely positive. But there are definite signs not everyone is on board. I think it reminds us uh, that we are a nation that believes in a power greater than ourselves. Well, the point is, is that we are America and not everyone does believe in the same God. So telling children that is very confusing. Welcome back, 347850. What? Great food of Texas is in the news again. So now uh, it's a state law where schools have to post in God we trust uh, in places where students frequent, you know, as soon as you walk into the school building, as long as these signs are donated. So interesting topic, uh, and I can't wait for the interesting conversation. All right, Vanessa, what do you think about this? I mean, because as Christians, you know, hey, listen, we believe in God, but, you know, there's a thing called, you know, state and church and you know, you tell people that, you know, religion and politics, you keep that out the workplace. But, uh, you know, and keep in mind, school is a workplace for some folks. There are employees there. So give me your thoughts on this particular topic. Now that it's state law in Texas that you have to have a sign that says, in God we trust, as long as that sign has been donated. Whoever that person is that says that sometimes I laugh before I open my mouth to say something, they write. Uh, <laughs> you know what, Jay? When I yes. was in school 150,000 years ago, 
Okay. I had to stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We had prayer time, and I didn't go to a Catholic school. But, mm. yeah, prayer came over the loud. I think I went to an upper middle class neighborhood. So the school okay. had a prayer morning over the loud okay. Okay. So, our children grew up okay then. I think mm. that those are offended, I'm just sorry. I think they need to have a little bit more prayer and stuff in school, Ooh. Jay. Maybe it won't come out as bad as they're coming out. They're not hearing it at home, so maybe if they hear some of it at school. I personally could care less about those signs saying, and God we trust all over the school. I, okay. I heard about that. I don't, I don't care anything about that. Um, and I don't care about it because I think they need to hear the word God in school a little bit more, and maybe we won't have so many of these shootings and heathens and kids growing up lonesome and don't know who God is. And I, I, I just don't have a problem with that. And if people are offended, then mm-hmm. they need to change the school that they work at, where they, where they have signs posted. I don't know. But I, that's not take your battle. That ain't mm-hmm. one of mine with Texas. There's that's much not. stuff as we got going on. Texas staying mm-hmm. in the news. Um, that ain't one of my deals. It's just That's just not. Going to prison for life for having an abortion is one of my deals. So I don't care if they have that at school. Well, wait a minute. Let's well, let's talk about this though, because on one hand, you said that basically, you know, they should hear it in school because they're not getting it at home, right? So, but but but, and and this this is to the extreme, but I think the underlying point I'm trying to make here is this: How is that any different? So the government is telling people, and listen, I'm not an atheist by no stretch of the imagination, but we live in a nation that allows people to, you know, believe in who they believe in and do what they, you know, believe is right, right, as long as they're not breaking a law. You have same-sex marriages. That's not how I get down, but I support it. I mean, hey, you know, they have the right to, to, to be able to, to live their lives and do what they do. Um, but then, you know, and it's weird to say this because, you know, I'm a Christian through and through. But at the end of the day, there are people who don't believe in God. So now you're telling them that they have to walk into it. It's like, well, let's reverse it. Let's say that uh, that says, uh, you know, Satan, you know, we worship Satan. You wouldn't want your kids to walk into that type of environment, right? I mean, you wouldn't want your kids to be forced to to, uh, appreciate and worship Satan. So if you're an atheist, What's the difference? If we're talking, if we're just saying we're being fair, how's that? How's it okay for schools to post this? And, and so it's like the, the, it's like government is trying to tell you who you should believe in, just like government is trying to tell a woman what she should do with her body. I mean, how's that? How's any of this any different? Okay. And I and I get silent. <laughs> really not any different, but Jay, I just, I know the audience is like, Jay, Vanessa don't have nothing to say about that. 
I'm sitting here trying to put, get dressed for church and shaking my head like, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't care. Since they want to tell us what to do with our bodies and we can't tell them what to do with their penises and we can go to prison in the, for life in the state of Texas for having an abortion by a rapist, that is the least of my worries. We can change subjects. They can put them in every school in Texas if they want to. I don't care. Well, it is in Texas. Texas, this is a Texas law. I mean, that's why I said it's a great yeah, state of Texas. This is a Texas law. I bet you these, I bet you these black schools ain't got that up because the parents ain't paying for them to be donated. They can only be well, put up if, if the parents are donated. Well, it, trust right? me, the Republican, the Yellow Rose Rep- women of the Republican Party, they are, they've already made enough. Sign. They are, they're going to make sure that every school in the Houston area has this sign up. Well, I'm just telling you in the Houston area. Okay, I hear you, but I'm just saying. They're not going to have every one of them sides put up in the state of Texas. That's just a proof of Okay. Well, I get it. Okay, I understand. But but at the end of the day, you know, the bottom line is here we are. The government is saying, look, uh, (laughs) you know, we want, you know, in God we trust. But then again, you can say this. It's on our money. It's on our currency. It was just a different. It was a different time. They better try to put prayer back in school. What they better do? If these teachers got caught with it, same teachers who don't want to get shot from little children in the school. Now you're breaking up. Say that again, Vanessa. You're coming through bad. Say, repeat what you just said. I'm sorry. I said that I don't care. The teachers who are upset about it, they're taking away their right to being an atheist or whatever it is, Jay, that's the least of their worries, too, if they're a woman in Texas. So, you know, pick your battle. But you can't, but, but it's almost like time. you're, yeah, but what's priority for you may not be priority for somebody else. That's right, and that's so, what I said. It's not my thing. So the, well, but to say that, well, you know, you have bigger, you know, that's one little thing. You know what? That's that's one that's one right that that's not a real big right to have. So you should worry about the bigger rights. Them taking your your, what your about bigger that, rights, OJ? little minor what about rights. Them are, taking slavery out of the books in Texas. That's well, a I, right there, but, Jay. Well, listen, I'm with you, but what I'm saying is, is that to me, it's like one sin is no greater than the other. You know, if you lie. In the eyes of God, you know that's on the same. That's par. That's that's on par with murder. It's still a sin, it's right? I'm not, I'm not arguing. You're breaking up again. I, I can't hear you. You're breaking up again. Having the word God in school again. I don't see a problem okay. with having the word God in school again. And I don't see Jay. Look. Yes. You lost with with that. When it comes to God, I lost you with what? Jay, I'm I'm not gonna fight you on that one because I think I'm not I'm not fighting you. Don't 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 take it that way. I'm not fighting you. I'm just saying that I just think you know be in school, and I don't care if it is. I don't. I grew up with God, the word God, and a prayer early in the morning. I grew up with it, Jay. So I'm I with you, care. Vanessa. I grew up with getting spanked in school. I mean, so, you know, it was a different time. I mean, you know, people were, teachers were respected. You know, police officers were respected. You were told, hey, if you get in trouble, go to a police officer. When I was a kid, not anymore. 
You know, you, you we live in a different time. You know, you run from the police. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was unheard of when I was a kid. Police officers Jay, were your friends. Republican, Jay, let me tell you something. These, yes, okay, so let's say you know how Texas is. You know how okay. these children are. So they, okay. can, they, they can have it painted as a mural in these schools because these Republican women are going to get tired after a point of trying to get this in every school in the state of Texas. In the state yeah. of Texas? So, right, they're not going to do that. And let's say they get a mural. You think these kids aren't going to paint over the mural and then them same well, women I, are going to come back I and get know. it redone? No. You think okay. it's well, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you are, it, it, it is just a game. Okay. Just, I, listen, okay. I'm on your team. I'm and, on your team. Republican women have fine for a minute. I don't care because it ain't gonna last. That's fair. Okay. That being said, we're gonna step out. 347-850-1272. You're listening to the serious side of the Jay Rouse show. Guess I could be overly sentimental. Somebody's beautiful fool. Quiet is wind in nature. But love's a cushion to sleep on. But I'm restless, oh, so restless. I don't hang around. But you get this when I let you. So don't be surprised when I say I don't want to love forever. It's me. Don't want to love forever, it's the meantime 
uh, when you have the Daughters of the Confederacy stuff going on, it's like, oh, and God we trust, and we need to indoctrinate these kids back to a normal way. It's like white supremacy stuff. And, and it's a part of a pathology that nobody likes to talk about. We are so polite and polite society of not calling white people out on bull. It is not even funny. That is bull. White people own it. You should be able to call your people out on that. Didn't wait for us to do it. Jerome, you didn't have that in school when you were growing up. What? Uh, What's like that? prayer. Uh, oh, no, no. That's, hold that's your head Texas down. Stuff. Your you head know, down. Texas had to learn Texas history opposed to learning everybody else's. But they, Texas history. When I was history, a kid, we learned everybody else's. So, I don't know. Right. No, no. I'm but not- I'm saying, remember, you guys have to learn Texas history, right? And all no, of is, when I was growing up, we learned everybody's history, Jerome. Oh, okay. No, no, no. My, my cousins there told me that you have to take Texas history. You know what? I think they do I was growing up. up. I'm, I'm 59 years old. So I'll be 60 in November. When I was in school, they didn't have different segments of history. Right. See, so I, I don't know what yeah. your cousins are talking about, but we did. And I grew yeah. up in Houston. Yeah, they said they did. And I said, well, that's yeah. cool. No, told the truth about Texas. <laughs> but yeah, they did. They did have to learn. My daughter the younger ones, they, they did. They did have to learn. The yeah. They did. Yeah. My Texas daughter and, and us, we didn't. So I don't know. I don't know. My daughter's yeah. 40 almost. I said, I said we had regular social studies up here. I didn't know. We didn't do like New York State <laughs> history. It wasn't like We didn't that. have that in, in, when I was going to school. So I, I, I really don't know. I'm not being funny. But when, we, when I was going, we didn't have it. And I went to the next right. university, didn't have it either. Jerome said, we have right. regular, uh, just social studies. We didn't have any of right. these other stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah, wow. Exactly. Well, it's crazy. We live in a crazy time. Yes, Vanessa. Yeah, they did. They did. They, they used to have to take. They used to have to take Texas history. He's, he's right about that. I mean, uh, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing that on one of my kids' uh, report cards. I'm like, what? When did yeah, they start doing that? I can't remember Vanessa, but I do know the fact that my kids had to take it uh, when they were younger. I can't remember when. Vanessa, that it was so something sad. in the '80s. They did. It's sometime in the late '80s, '90s, or something that they started having. Like, it was in the 80s, definitely, but they had to start taking Texas history, um, you know, learn about Sam Houston and all that. You had to take Texas history. My kids had to, take that in the, they had to take that in the, they took that in the 2000s. My kids are not that old. So I know my kids had Texas history on their, uh, I saw it. I remember saying, like, what is this? Yeah, so they had to take it. I'm not sure when they stopped it or if they still continue to do it, but I know it was on one of my kids. Yeah, I know my kids had to take it. Yeah, so who knows? So they, All right. didn't they have regular history to go on with it, though, Jay? Didn't they have regular oh, Well, yeah, yeah they have social studies it. and history and okay. stuff like that. But it's amazing. Y'all but it's like, 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 but y'all made it sound no, like that's, it was that's not, history and that's it. No, that's not what no. we said. <laughs> okay. We didn't say that for that. So. All right, right we're moving on. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Okay. No, yeah, we're, we're moving on. Well, yeah, we we know it's crazy. You know, we've talked more about this state than any other state in the union. I mean, my goodness, these people are nuts all around here. All right, let's keep it moving. 
Liz Cheney has been outspoken in her desire to keep former President Donald Trump from retaking the Oval Office. And she's also been coy about whether she will launch a presidential bid of her own. But could her pursuit of one of those goals potentially damage the other? New polls suggest that if Liz Cheney really wants Trump out of office, then she might be best served sitting on the sidelines. A Yahoo YouGov survey released Tuesday shows that the outgoing Wyoming Congresswoman's presence in the race might actually swing the election to Donald Trump. The poll found that in a head-to-head matchup between Trump and Joe Biden, the current president holds a four-point lead. But when Cheney is added to the equation as a third-party candidate, well, Trump comes up out uh, by eight points over Biden, with Cheney placing a distant third at 11 percent. The congresswoman, according to this poll, would siphon almost all of her support from Biden and not from Trump. And that certainly adds... All right, uh, welcome back. All right, so now Liz Cheney. Now this happened while we were uh, actually while we were a hiatus last week. Cheney did lose her. Uh, she did lose her primary challenge to a Trump-backed candidate. And but a lot of people are saying that this is just the beginning of her political career. That she is really moving on to bigger and better things. And that she could possibly run for president because her number one mission in life now is to support anyone who are going against MAGA Republicans, which includes Democrats. You know, she is, she's on board with Democrats. Uh, she will campaign for them. But her number one mission in life right now is to keep Donald Trump from ever occupying the White House. And it's like you heard, basically, if she jumps in the presidential race, uh, she's going to siphon votes from Joe Biden. Because, in, like the guy said, in a head-to-head, in a, let me set it up. I'm, I'm going to give it to you after I say this. In a head-to-head battle poll, uh, they're saying that, you know, Biden wins, but if Cheney jumps in the race, 11% goes to her, and it looks like that 11% are the disgruntled Republicans who, if Cheney wasn't an option, would vote for Joe Biden. That being said, Jerome, the floor is all yours. Yeah, and I'm remember, I'm really, just a messenger. Right. I'm the, so, just a I'm messenger, really so don't get me this. crazy. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I am not talking about you, Jay. I'm talking about the the, the new story itself. Yep. I'm going to be really black and say, do you know how stupid that sounds? Because that is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Well, one of them, right? You're telling uh-huh. me conservative Republican, because there is no way in hell she's sifting votes from Joe Biden. None. She's a conservative Republican. So you're telling me that the liberal Democrats are going to start voting for Trump because she's siding against Trump? That is a... Well, that's not what they're saying, though. I mean, I'm confused now because what they're saying, basically... No. Well, the way I understand it... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's a nice Jedi mind trick that media plays with everybody. You're going to literally have to tell Jedi me who trick. cited that poll and who conducted it. Because here's how this works. They're telling okay. you this and doing this news story mm-hmm. to discourage Liz Cheney for running because they know she's going to take away from Trump. But if they tell their dumb Ooh, listeners who watch Fox, if you tell them that, then they are going to react. Right? So they're constantly this playing Jedi wrong. mind tricks on people. Wow. See, I didn't look at so it from that perspective, Jerome. If you say something like that. 
You're saying, wow, I didn't look at it from that perspective. Yeah, you're not taking Jack from Joe Biden. What you're doing is you're staring up the crazies to be like, Liz Cheney's there, and she signed with Biden so you can get a bigger turnout. The reason they're getting smoked all over the place is because Republican turnout is not high because, um, because not just because Trump's not on the ballot, because Trump's a criminal. And some of the more moderate folks are, like, not out there, right? And then you're talking about independents. You're telling me that independents, who are the most fickle people on the planet most of the time, you're telling me that because Liz Cheney is there, independents are going to vote for, not vote for Biden, and they're going to support Trump. That is, the, oh. that is bordering on narcissistic white supremacy. It is wow. telling me that in white supremacy that they're so narcissistic that if you go against where the, major, where the minority crazy white folks are, that all the uh-huh. other white people are just going to run over there because you're going against them. That's narcissistic. So that, that, that story is ludicrous and crazy. But I, it, I, it I was, respect that as now, that well, is. Well, let me tell you the poll. It was, it, it was conducted by Yahoo and YouGov from, yeah, uh, from August 18th to the 22nd. Yeah, okay. that's a good word for the person who did that poll. As a Yahoo. That's what there we call them. Tell us how you really feel, Jerome. <laughs> so, so Jerome is saying that, that and you can sacrifice some crazies if you want to. That's all I'm uh, saying. So, so you're saying there's no there's no validity to that poll whatsoever. You're saying that that's Not ridiculous. It's the Jedi mind trick that basically. Let me tell you something. You can, yeah, go ahead. You can do a poll. Yeah, you can do a poll saying if Kim Kardashian was in it, she's gonna take she's gonna take votes away from Joe Biden. You could do that one too. I'm sure that'll work. <laughs> In that same poll, Vanessa, 59% of <laughs> Democrats. He was like, Vanessa. Cause this was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 because right. you're mad. All right, so uh, in that same <laughs> poll, Vanessa, <laughs> that same poll, 59% of Democrats hold a favorable view of Liz Cheney, right, Democrats. And when you look at where the Republicans are, it's completely flip-flopped. She has an 18% favorability with Republicans in that same poll. So, you know, this is, once again, Donald Trump has managed to turn the political world upside down. Things that this guy has done we have never seen uh, in this nation's history. And the other part of that, uh, the other thing I will say is this, is that not only have we never seen this in American history, but the fact that he is testing when I tell you you know how when you buy a new car you, you know in order to, to ensure that car is safe they have to crash like a hundred of them you know to make sure that it's going to survive every possible crash well this guy has taken the constitution on a test crash on a crash test and he is when I tell you that my god he is testing the limits of the of, of the Constitution, but once again, here's my here's the simple question I have for you, because we say this all the time. Every now and then, when a Republican votes uh, for something that a Democrat support, everyone wants to run around and put this person on their on their shoulders and you know right. carry them through the halls of justice. But at the end of the day, they, they're still Republicans. The fact that Liz Cheney is going to be out there, she's going to be out there supporting Democrats against some of these crazy fringe Republicans. I mean, what what do you think of that, Vanessa? Is that I mean, 
does it make a difference? I mean, do you? I mean, just give me your thoughts on it. You know, I've been listening to this, and and Bobby even listens to Hannity, Lord Jesus, because he always likes to know what the other side is thinking. Oh my God! But, Are you serious? Wow. Oh yeah. Because you do need to know what the other side is thinking. And they are crazy. Yeah, it's true. They're crazy. And they're doing everything they can. Now, when Joe Biden, and I want Jerome to hear this. So, Jerome, when Joe Biden does something good for the country and they finally talk about it on the news, because we all know that Democrats need to start saying a little bit more what it is we're doing to, uh, to help the country. Okay, you don't even hear Hannity and them talk about it. If Trump does something stupid, you don't even hear him talk about it. They don't even talk about it that day. It is so funny. You know Trump is in trouble with a certain topic because Hannity's radio show don't even talk about it. So Bobby listens to it when he's out in the yard. So then he was, Vanessa, come and listen. They're not even talking about it. They're talking about blah, 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 blah. I'm like, these Republicans know that Donald Trump is crazy. They know he's in some kind of trouble behind those papers. They know they're not even talking about it. Then they came back the next day after they got their lives together and said they had no right to go in there, and that judge must have been bribed by somebody. I'm saying all of this to say the Republicans are running scared. They are also scared that if they should be, that if Cheney is not in a position, an official position, she can do more damage to Donald Trump from the outside than from the inside. Does that make sense what I'm saying, Jerome? Yes, Jerome, it does make sense. That's why that whole nonsense. And she has already said, I am going, I'm not going to stop breathing until I make sure Donald Trump can't run for another position. So I am, I hate to say it, I'm glad she didn't win. I'm glad she didn't win because I think she will help the Democrats a little bit. She's still a Republican, but she's going to help them a little bit. She is. Yeah. She can't stand Trump. She cannot stand Donald Trump. So she is going to do whatever she can do to keep him from holding any kind of electoral position, period. So I like her for that reason only. Right. Only because she can help us. That's why she's totally well against Democrats. It's not that they like her; they like the fact that she's standing up against crazy. And so you gotta, yeah. you gotta have a little bit of respect for that, even though you don't have to, you know, may not have respect for you her and her. her. You just have to respect what she did for the country. Exactly. So when we do polls, people have these really narrow ways of being like, oh. Fifty-nine percent of Democrats like the same. No, they don't like her. You you ask the question um, comparatively to Donald Trump. Of course, they're going to select her, but they're not going to select over no Democrat. You can bring back Mike Dukakis if you want to, but she ain't winning over nobody that's Democrat. She's not going to take any votes from any Democrats either. That's oh, just she that's, because bottom line is she's still a Republican. Can she do and something she's to help us? Republican. Well, yes, she's still a Republican. Yes, that's my whole she's point. I mean, yes, she's still a Republican. Yeah, that was my point in the beginning. That's my point in the beginning is that you can't sit here because they do something. They do something that makes sense 
you know, every blue moon, all of a sudden people, oh, my God, you know, you know, Cheney, oh, Mitt Romney, yeah, but then they'll come back and all, you know, and all of them will vote against something that makes complete sense, and that's in the best interest of the American people. So, you know, yeah, they're Republicans. I'm not saying they're racist, but they're Republicans. Well, I think that's a human condition, Jay. I'm actually writing about this right now. Is that okay. you can you can have someone do um, tell the truth like 99% of the time, and the very first time they lie, you say, "Oh, I don't trust them. They're a liar. I can't I can't trust them. I don't like them." But you can have somebody lie 99% of the time and tell the truth once, and you'll say, "Oh, I like them." Like how crazy is that? Like that's a human thing. I don't know why we right. do that, but people seem to trust people. No matter how much they lie to you, if they say one thing correct, it's like Giuliani. Giuliani marries his first cousin. He kicks his wife out of the doggone um, Grace Mansion or whatever it's called when he has he has a press conference telling him that he's divorcing her. Right? She yeah. no, she's living in the mayor's mansion. He did all of these foul things. Nine eleven happens, and it's like, oh, he's America's mayor. I bump him. Don't nobody in New York even like that fool. But you guys yep. are fooled nationally that Giuliani has some kind of credibility among somebody. He's a horrible person. There you person. go. And think about Newt Gingrich. You know, once again, another guy who's yeah. twice, you know, dead, and he's about to damn die, and he's out there, you know, doing doing the damn thing. I mean, it's just like they, you know, these Christian conservatives, it's amazing how you call yourselves Christian conservatives, but you sit here and allow these Republican men that you guys hold in such high esteem cheat on their wives, have, you know, yep. affairs with hookers. But guess what? You're yep. all in. I mean, it, it's amazing to me when you God sit back and like think it, about it. Um, yeah. They bring God in, like, in God we trust stuff, right? Newt yeah. Gingrich resigned in disgrace from office, and they still bring him on the television shows like they don't have no sense. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Now, one last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here, uh, before we go to break. Uh, Biden, you know, he, once again, unprecedented. Two things. September, President Obama will return to the White House to have his uh, portrait unveiled. Now, usually oh. this happens with the immediate predecessor, uh, successor, but, you know, obviously I Donald Trump. Uh, huh? I said, I'm glad he didn't return with Donald Trump crazy stuff. Well, he wasn't going back. He he once he said, I'm not going back while that fool's still in office. So Trump didn't allow that to happen. Trump didn't ride to the Capitol with President. He left before the inauguration. <laughs> so now we have a situation where Biden is saying, look, you know what? He does not, because just in case people didn't know, former presidents, they still receive security briefings. And the reason why is because – they want the former president. The former president is the former president. That person travels abroad. That person needs to be aware of what's going on in the world. Plus, they serve as counsel for the current president. You know, because like they say, the only person that knows how it is to be president is a former president. But sometimes they have to get together and have counsel and confidence. In order for a president to be able to do that, they need to be aware of the same things that the current president is aware of now. Now, former presidents don't get a detailed briefing like the current president, but they know enough to make sure they can have an intelligent conversation with the current holder of the office. Well, guess what? Donald Trump is not receiving. Huh? 
and and they can waive it too, so he can get classified debriefings if the president determines that it's necessary. Right, right. Yeah, of course, of course, sitting president. Yeah, but President yeah. Biden said, no, no, Trump doesn't need to have <laughs> yeah, security briefings. He didn't give it to him. Nope. <laughs> and I and I think that President Biden took his security clearance away from him too. Yeah, I think so. It's like yeah, they asked about that before, and Trump does not have that security clearance that normal presidents have after they leave office. See, now I thought him. now see that, see see that's something I didn't know. See, I didn't think I didn't think presidents had security clearances because of the office they automatically assume their responsibility. But I thought that once they're out of office, they don't have security security clearances. I may be wrong no. on that. No, they have them okay. even when they're in. That's why some of the See, stuff that, that Trump, he can't declassify it because he also needs the Atomic Energy Agency to declassify something along with the president because right. that's in right. law. Right. So you don't get okay. this blanket. I can declassify. President's security does have a limit when it comes to national security. They don't have all access to everything. They just okay. don't. All right. Well, all right. well, there you go. All right, we're going to step out and take a break. One- we'll be right back. Huh? Yep. Go ahead, girl. Finish it off. They can't put that in one person. They never do. Yeah. All right. All right. NPR News update, and then we'll be back to close it out. Don't go anywhere. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves has declared a state of emergency ahead of flooding that's expected to hit Jackson, the state capital. Officials say they expect the Pearl River to crest tomorrow at 36 feet, well above flood stage. And Jackson's mayor says he expects high water to begin affecting parts of the city by this evening. Rainfall in Mississippi set records last week. The death toll from widespread flooding in Pakistan is rising. Officials said today that more than 1,000 people have been killed. Tens of thousands have been evacuated from their homes. Flash flooding since mid-June has washed away villages and crops. The country's climate minister says Pakistan is ground zero, the front line of extreme weather events brought on by climate change. Parts of eastern Africa are going through their worst drought in 40 years. Ishmael Fendiko reports from Harare on the World Meteorological Organization's prediction for a fifth consecutive failed rainy season in parts of the region. The forecast for parts of Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia shows high chances for drier-than-average conditions. Up to 70% of the rain in some parts of the Greater Horn of Africa typically falls from October to December. But now the deficit is worsening the crisis for millions. According to aid agencies, more than 50 million people in the region are food insecure this year and are on the brink of an unprecedented humanitarian catastrophe. Experts say climate change is making droughts more frequent and intense. For NPR News, I am Ish Mafundikwa in Harare. And I'm Joel Snyder. This is NPR News. If you ever wonder how the world's most successful leaders got to where they are, what struggles they faced, and what kept them going, there's a show for you. Each week on my new podcast, my guests reveal how to think more like a leader. Check out Wisdom from the Top from NPR and Luminary. All right, folks, it is time for our final thoughts. Uh, about a lot today, uh, but you know how we do around here, ladies are first, and Vanessa, uh, final thoughts. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. 
My final thought is my daughter said, yes, mother, I had Texas World and U.S. History. I said, I don't remember that. She said, well, you used to help me with it. I said, did I have that in school? She said, mama, is you from a different I did it. I said, well, did I used to have that in school? She said, you probably did, mama, but back then, they just kind of gave y'all a little bit of booklets and nothing. <laughs> and y'all thought it was all one. And I did. I thought it was all one. So anyway, just to let you know, yes, my daughter said she, did. she went to a magnet like school. But anyway, so did I. So anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, there you go. This world is in trouble. This world is in trouble. Because Texas is crazy, but but Jay, let me tell you, baby, the Ukraine, the the, the Yabaldi parents are trying to get him out. They trying to get him out of Texas, so we got some backup going on. And you know what? It's beautiful outside, absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to church. He's gonna go walk a new new piece of the property, and then the pastor's taking everybody out to dinner. So we're going to Luby's on the church. So I am excited and I'm cute. <laughs> I'm excited and I'm cute. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> the church, he's so taking everybody. Yeah, he does. He takes everybody who shows up at church. My church is dead free. Wait, so, that shows um, up? Because I thought I can go. Everybody but that shows mind. up that wants to go. He pays for it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you said shows up. That was a whole other question. I was like, can we just show up at Luby's? No, you have to show up at church. You have to show up at church today for a special day. And uh, people who join the church, is their special day. So anyway, uh, y'all have a blessed week. I'm so glad to be on here with you, Jerome. It's always good to hear your voice. Jay, you know I just love you. And I cannot wait to party with Jay for an entire Weekend on my turf. I'm Jay. We barbecued six slabs of ribs, 15 pounds of chicken, and 25 sausages yesterday just for Friday night alone. Yes, oh, damn. Night. <laughs> oh, my that Lord. Even, that ain't oh, even, man. That's not even the food. That's not even the lunch because my girlfriend's doing the lunch. And Saturday, the girls are all doing the breakfast, <laughs> and I'm having lunch catered. And then Saturday night, I got just as much food. I got to do next weekend for that food. So, Jay, 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 bring a oh chair, some shorts. It's, it's on and popping, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, my it goodness. It's going to be a great time, and I'm working hard now because I want to actually enjoy my party and enjoy celebrating 40 years with my husband because you know what? He's standing right here. We're going to go to church. He is the love of my life, and I'm grateful to have him in my world. Hey, so y'all he's the love of my life, too. Yeah, I love you, <laughs> Bobby Jones, Bobby Jones, Bobby, love of my life. Jay said, you love his life, too. Bobby Jones, Bobby Jones. <laughs> well, I can't wait till we go glamping, and uh, folks, I'm pretty sure you hear all about it. So, so far, if we're keeping track, we're going to be hanging out with Trump people, Republicans, people who smoke weed, people who get drunk, and uh, I think I've covered everybody. So, uh, we're going to find out what's going to happen. Uh, when you got to all... that person, as I told you. There's a DWI, a person going to be there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. I forgot about that, too. Yes, yes. So okay, it's going to be okay. We have some, some stage four cancer people, friends of ours, that we just love dearly, and we're grateful that we'll be able to spend some time with them, and they are battling stage four cancer. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about them, too. It's about them, too. It's going to be and a plethora of things and people to do. So I can't wait to come back and report to you all 
all the fun we're going to have at this thingamajig uh, at uh, <laughs> Vanessa's party. So I can't wait to come back and share it's that news with you. We got a week and a half left. A week oh and goodness. a half. Wow, wow. All righty then. All right. Mr. Jerome Freeman, final thoughts. Sir, you know, um, I'm not saying I am or am not going to be there, Vanessa, because just like Luby's, sometimes I just show up. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> I really I'll get that up at my party. I'll find some for you, please. I, I just, I just said. You're breaking up, Vanessa, whatever you just said. Oh. I said he can fly in from New York and come to the party, and I promise mm-hmm. I have an extra place for him to sleep. Oh, no, I, I, hey, I have plenty of family in, in Houston. I'm just saying I just may show up anyway because I need to go see them. But, you but know, this party I, is I, not in Houston, Jerome. It's too it's far not? for you to go see your family. The party is oh. at the beach. It's at Surfside uh, at, on the water. I've been to Surfside before. I know where Surfside is. So that's where Man. it is. So that's why it's too far for you to be driving back and forward drinking for sure is. <laughs> and white Genesee. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, I don't drink, so I'm just saying. But since you have a DWI person there, I think I might have something. <laughs> no, just <laughs> I put that out there. All right. Um, no, but I love that you're having that group of people there because I love those conversations. If I can help somebody, I love that. Even you know, holistic medicine wise and all of that, I love those conversations. So we are of service. You know, so I love being in that in that space. So anyway, have fun. Um, I just wanted to say I don't have anything. Everybody enjoy your week, and we'll, I'll see you again next week, and we'll talk about some stuff on um, after this show. Uh, so anyway, I'll give it over to Jay. Jay, I have no final final thought. That was it. All right. Well, well, my final thoughts are going to be quick and simple as well. I just want to say thank you to everyone that continues to listen to the show. I want to say thank you to those folks the newcomers i've gotten some emails this past week from folks that are new to the show so i appreciate you thank you for being a part of it and uh it's a labor of love you know we've been doing it for a long time now but uh as long as you continue to listen uh, we'll continue to put it out there for you so god bless you all have a wonderful work week in jerome if it's sunday and we're talking serious stuff one time to my friend time for the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show. All right, folks, and you know what time it is. Five, four, three, two, one. The first lady dazzles on election night in a... Tell me, what do you want me to do? Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. All right, folks, it's time for the Need to Know basis with my main man, Oh, man, what are we talking about, brother, for the next 30 minutes or so? Man, we are definitely going to talk about... I, I wanted to go through some of Biden's accomplishments because I know that that is a thing for some reason. Yes, that good. That nobody really covering, so we need to talk about that. All right. Know, along with some other stuff, but that's definitely on the top of the list. All and, right, man. Uh, yeah, and what did you say? Um, LES, is, LES is gone, right? Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. He popped in, and then he had to bounce out. So, yeah, he should be back next week. But, yeah, he is uh, definitely uh, out and about doing his thing. 
Yeah, so, you know, I will leave off our um, our weed stories because our correspondent is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Elliot. Our uh, weed correspondent. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Don't a, be sorry. It's true, Mr. Elliot. Yes. Our, our uh, connoisseur slash expert is, is not available. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> watch out for the stories when that happens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> our weed correspondent. Well, I'm going to have to give our weed correspondent. <laughs> Tell the truth yeah. and shame the devil. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, you know, <laughs> July, oh, July of this year was one of the three hottest Julys on record with global temperatures of 0.7 degrees Fahrenheit average. According to satellite data, and again, with the clip that you just played about the drought, it is going to get bad. Yeah. Now, you know, I had to start the show off by saying that. Also, you know, a mass extinction uh, of up to 70% of all marine species could happen by the end of the, end of the century if greenhouse gases are not curbed. According to a new study, oh, wow. like there's a new warning saying, look, there is greenhouse gas emissions. If they continue to rise, researchers warn that sharks, um, stingrays, and other mammals will be hit hardest with up to 75% of marine mammals going extinct. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? You know, yeah. Yeah, that is a real thing. That with water temperatures getting up that high, that mammals can't we can't survive it. Uh, mammals can't because the ocean temperatures are not going to be conducive. It's like understanding that even though warmer water is on the surface, that's why a lot of that's why we don't know what's in our oceans because when you get below a certain depth, because of the um, the the pressure and because of the water temperature. Certain, cer- certain mammals won't even come up above that because it's too warm. So can you imagine the warm ones trying to get farther down that need to get surface air every now and then? Oh, that wow. has to be problematic. So anyway, yes, they expect up to 90% if we don't do something. Now, oh, wow. you know, since our correspondent is not here, I would just want to say <laughs> young Americans are using more drugs than ever before. The use of marijuana and hallucinogens amongst people under 30 has hit record levels since 2021, according to the NIH report. That's what it reveals. The National Institute of Drug Abuse, their annual survey found that 4 in 10 19 to 30-year-olds are now smoking marijuana every year. That's up from a quarter a decade ago. But Wow. Wow. Um, I can just tell you, I was just at the New York State Fair, which is going on this week or next, you know, eight more days, is that yeah. the smell of weed had me wanting to call the police. I was like, what the? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's legal. <laughs> you feel like you're breaking the law when you're above uh, a certain age. But weed, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, this kid right wow. next to me is rolling up. Like, you know, so, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's a... Um, what do you call it? Like when you have a post-traumatic, like it's like, oh no, somebody got weed. It's, they're going to smell it on my clothes. Like, we oh, have to worry yeah, about yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, 
Now, America has suffered a 17% increase in death in 2020. COVID was the main driver with the virus killing um, people directly and also causing um, ancillary uh, increase in death. Totaling 535,191 Americans died. That's an 18% jump over the previous year. And COVID was responsible for 385,000 deaths, trailing only heart disease and cancer, which are the two typical leading causes of death in America. And New York State was struck the hardest um, by an early yeah. wave of the pandemic, right? And yeah. so our life expectancy dropped from 81.7 years um, to 77.1 years. It's the highest drop. Damn. Like we were third in the country, and now we're 17th in the country of life expectancy. When you say we, so, what do you mean we are 17th? We talk about like no, black like folks? New York, no, New York no, State. New York State, generally. Okay. Right? Okay. So okay. Washington, D.C., right. um, sufferers, right. Louisiana is right. down. Um, 2.6 years. Um, Jersey is 2.6. Arizona, Texas uh, is um, Texas is down 2.1 years, and California is 1.9. But Hawaiians, okay. who you know far lives everybody else in America, they theirs also dropped, but it wasn't by much, and they're still number one. They're at 80.7 is that life expectancy in Hawaii. No, okay. So everybody else is now. Yep. Wow. Now, yep. Now, Walmart is ordered to pay um, $4.4 million in damages to a black man shopping for a light bulb for his refrigerator <laughs> after the store employee profiled and harassed him, then called cops when he refused to leave. So, according really? to a lawsuit, the employee spied on him while he was shopping ordered him to leave, and then called the police when he re- re- refused. And Walmart has been ordered to pay $4.4 million in damages Good. Um, to the man. Good. Because he that he was racially profiled and harassed. Good. Good. Yep. This is in Portland, Oregon. So he received 400000 of non-economic damage and $4 million in punitive damage. And they're saying that this is the first lawsuit that tests um, this law, this new law, the legislation is a landmark test uh, of the state laws which allows lawsuits against anyone who improperly calls law enforcement with the intent to discriminate. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so calling the police while somebody is black is about to cost, cost Walmart $4.4 million. Good. You cannot call because somebody's black and you didn't even see them commit a crime. So wow, we're going to see how that yeah, works. We need, that, we need that law nationwide, but good luck. Exactly. As soon as I saw the story, I was thinking, you know what? They need a nation, a national law that says that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. So, you know, um, let's see. Okay, so here's where I wanted to go with the Biden story. So I'll start that right now. So White House Chief um, Ron Klain, Klein is comparing President Biden to the likes of FDR, Eisenhower, yep. and JFK. Now, yep. the president has delivered the, the largest economic plan since Roosevelt, is what he's saying. It's the largest infrastructure plan since Eisenhower and the most judges since Kennedy. 
and the second largest health care bill since Johnson, not since Obama, since, since uh, Johnson. Right. So yeah. it's the largest climate bill, change bill in history. Nobody has ever been able to pass climate to that degree that, um, that Biden has. So the first time uh, they've done gun control since Clinton and the first time ever an African-American woman obviously was put on the Supreme Court. And so, you know, um, Ron Klein said that he thinks it's a record um, to take an American to, you know, for the American people. Now, so this week, yeah. Biden signed a $740 billion Inflation Reduction Act, which injects $433 billion of new spending into climate change and health care um, into the economy. So in case I ran through that too fast, and I know, again, since everybody is into all this other stuff in the news, I just want to say this. Biden's le- legislative uh, agenda success, no president... No president has successfully successfully designed a legislative salary um, strategy in history in the history of this country. Like nobody has passed this kind of legislation. So it's 1.9 wow. trillion dollars in American Rescue Plan Act, 1.2 trillion in bipartisan infrastructure laws, mm-hmm. the gun safety law with expanded background checks, the 52 billion dollar Chip and Science Act. The forty billion dollars that just went into that Ukraine package, seven mm-hmm. plus federal judges were confirmed, plus the, the Supreme Court judge, and expanded health care for vets and those burn pit laws. You know what burn pit is, right? They were right, 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 right. Of course, things in there. Yeah. He also did okay. that. And, what'd you say? No, I said that was you know that was the whole thing with the military. Yeah. Remember, John Stewart was on that, that they yeah. would not pass that stuff that had people suffering, like yeah. dying from burn pits, um, mm-hmm. ingesting all of that stuff that was causing cancer and all these other ailments. And Congress yeah. didn't want to do anything. You can send them off to war, but you don't want to take care of them when they get back. Yeah. And then you still want to give Ukraine $50 billion, but you can't take care of your own people for health yeah. in Ukraine or, or yeah. Afghanistan or any of those guys. So also, and that's out, all of that was outside of the in, the one that he just passed, the Inflation Reduction Act, which yeah. has corporate tax fairness in it, it has climate change policy, it cuts carbon emission by 40% um, by 2030, and it has a Medicare, Medicare prescription drug prices negotiation inside of it. So prices for mm-hmm. people who have Medicare, their prescription drugs for like insulin and all that stuff is going to go down. Because the Republicans stripped it out for everybody else. I just want to put that in. It would have been for everybody, but they stripped it out. So it's just for people who have Medicare. Now, also, President Biden expanded NATO, um, released the most oil in history from the strategic reserves that brings down gas prices. So now we're at something like day 73-ish. That Biden has released a million barrels a day. That's why your oil prices have been going down for like 70-something days. It was because of Biden. Most presidents won't even do it. But he did. So gas prices would be off the rails right now if Biden wouldn't have released a million barrels a a day. Out of of the reserves. Just tells you how much we have. And uh, by the way... 10 million new jobs were created during his first 18 months. 
He's the most legislatively successful president, and he's not even been there two years. We're talking yeah. what people had to do in eight years. Biden did it in 18 months. So anytime I hear Democrats complain, and I don't give a rat who you are, ooh, we need to go with somebody else, you know, next time, and what has Biden done, um, just replay this to your friends and family. <laughs> because he's the most legislative successful. Like, because it takes strategy to pass things through Congress. And Biden's experience at being in the Senate has helped him pass all of that legislation that is unheard of in his first eighteen yeah. months. So if if he does nothing else for the rest of his presidency, he was the most successful president as far as legislatively yeah. was concerned. And before him, it was President Obama. It was. Yeah. We'll figure. Yeah. And you know the thing that's disappointing with me with with um with Biden is that I would have gone through the, the Trump stuff and everything that they undid from by from Obama, I would have reinstated it all. But since he doesn't think like that, he probably is like, oh, here's what we can do. I would have found out everything that they undid and I would have put it back. That's what yeah. people should have standing out of Biden, because some of those things. Um, were helpful and they they were like you know encouraging but since they didn't do that you know anyway all right so i just wanted to put that out there so that we had that as a reference when you go talk to your friends and family during the school year when people start complaining during electric season why do we we don't need biden and he's too old and blah 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 if you saw him on the rally that he just did you will see that he is not he is not showing his age like you think he would. That is propaganda. And stop watching Fox News. All right. So a New Jersey elementary school dropped Thomas Jefferson's name and renames it for its first black woman graduate from that high school. Oh. After, yeah, after student outrage about him. So Jefferson Elementary School in um, South Orange, New Jersey, will instead be named the uh, Della. Um, Della Bowden Elementary School and is celebrating the first cool. black woman to graduate from that local high school. Cool. Yes. Now, um, nice. the Justice Department will release, if you haven't gotten this part, here's my Trump news segment. The Justice Department will now release a full copy of the internal memo that advised, um, what is that fool's name? The Attorney General um, which one are you talking name. about? Uh, which one are you talking that about? The, the, the recent one? Barr. William Barr. Yeah. Trump. I tell you that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. remember he used this excuse to say, after I read the internal memo, I concluded that there was no the charges warranted against Trump. The, the Mueller report, report yeah. That, that he lied. They ruled of course that he, he did. lied. So they're saying that that 2019 memo written by the Justice Department's um, lawyer, Stephen Engel, and the department official, Edward O'Callaghan, belongs in a public record and that three-judge panel of federal appeal courts um, determined that the Justice Department was wrong to even redact it. They shouldn't have even redacted any of it because they released it and said, oh, yeah, there's nothing in here. So... um, that report was just, they were justifying that report 
for William Barr to say, don't even look at Trump because we can't charge him. And they're saying, no. He ultimately concluded that the evidence was insufficient, um, that Trump should not be charged. But the chief justice wrote, as the department um, concedes, it was never, in fact, considered charging Trump with obstruction of justice. They never considered it, that or any other crime. So, you know, yeah, Special Counsel Mueller and the department took as a given that the Constitution um, would bar the prosecution of a sitting court president. That is not true. The Constitution does not bar it. And so the panel made it clear that the decision in that case was narrow and was based on government failure um, to prove that that memo contributed to um, deliberations and decisions that government officials made. So I say all that to say they lied, and Trump <laughs> should have been. Yeah. Now, nobody is talking about that ruling is what I noticed, so I wanted to make sure we said it on this program, that Good. that full memo is being released, and they already acknowledged that they lied. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now, a former Tennessee House Speaker, um, Glenn um, Casta, was arrested by FBI for bribery and attempted money laundering. This oh, wow. He was the House Speaker. The Republican politician and his top aide were indicted in, in a federal corruption probe, and um, they said that it included bribery and conspiracy to commit money laundering um, involving federal funds. Now, if you don't know that this happened with Nixon and Spiro Agnew, Spiro Agnew was his vice president who resigned because they were bringing him up on bribery charges because he was selling stuff while he was in the White House. Right. Right? So, again, although I can't say Mike Pence did anything illegal, he was a part of the conspiracy to cover up. So there is not that it's unprecedented that these guys are breaking laws. It's unprecedented that people are not charging them. So most people don't know that. Exactly. That's what we talked about during the serious side. How the hell, you know, you have to at some point. I mean, because yeah. if you look at some of the precedent from in the past, people have gone to jail for just accidentally taking, a, you know, classified documents out of the White House. And you can't yeah. let this guy get away with this. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they, get, they need to get on his lawyers because they signed documents saying, oh, he don't have any more. Yeah. Right? This was Vanessa so there talked was, about earlier. Yeah. So there was 25 documents marked classified. And then there was 97 that was marked um, top secret. And then there was another 27 that was marked um, sensitive, like national security sensitive. So can you imagine if you had one of those documents, you'd probably still get 30 years in jail or life. Yeah. Just for one of those documents. Because yeah. the federal law doesn't say that it even has to be classified. It just says that things that you can't remove government documents, they're not yours. You work for the government, and they belong to the government. You cannot remove them. So you don't even, they don't even have to be classified. So Trump, with all of those classified documents, I think it was 700. It was over 700 that he had. They kept reporting that it was 300 that they just recently seized, but it was over 700. That he had. They took some from before and he started trickling some other ones. 
Yeah. That guy's going to have to get prosecuted at some point. Well, I hope so. This, yeah. Well, I'm I'm just saying, like, the reason that um, Congresswoman Cheney is losing her mind is because nobody would be able to get away with even one of those documents nope. or or you know breaking the laws like yeah he's just willfully breaking the law he's like i don't care you can't prosecute me and that's what he's living yeah. by so oh yeah prosecute him just so that you know that nobody else will try that that's my point yeah so um you know speaking of droughts you know europe is facing the worst drought in 500 years with two-thirds of the continent in a state of alert or warning. So, again, I know you did the story with Africa, but two-thirds of Europe is in a state of alert or warning, um, reducing inland shipping, um, electricity production, and um, yields of certain crops is what the European Union agency said on Tuesday, that they're at a 500-year drought in the U.K. And, you know, they don't produce gas in... For our listeners in Europe, um, I'm going to be sensitive to you here, but they don't really produce anything in Europe. <laughs> like everything is usually shipped there. So when, no, seriously. So when, they're, wow. they're colonizing. What do you want me to do? Right? So you're, yeah. you're colonizing other places that are creating prod, um, products that you are reaping the rewards and the monetary value from, but you're not mm. producing them. It's not, okay. it's not a really... Those are not big countries, right? Yeah. They colonize other people, and they produce, right? So Europe is under this huge, huge drought, and they don't really produce, you know, too much as far as food and all that other stuff is concerned. And um, right. this is going to be problematic. So we're talking hmm. about electricity production, which is always an internal thing to your country. No other country is going to ship you, you know, power. So if you're having really, you know, problems like the Hoover Dam thing, right? You know that's right. a power generator. So that water mm-hmm. going through those pistons are creating electricity. It's what lights up Vegas. Right. Yep. So know I that know you're not Vegas. having water go through your power's gonna suffer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I and I didn't even go through the drought that's going on in the Colorado River. Ah. Anyway. Yeah. Now, um, a former Louisville detective has pled guilty in federal court on Tuesday to helping falsify the, the search warrant. Boom. Uh, glad you brought that Breonna up. Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you cover that earlier? No, I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. Yeah. So, if you don't know who she is, she is the person that, you know, was the, wasn't she an EMT? She was an EMT, No, right? I thought she was. I thought she was a I thought well maybe I'm getting it wrong. I thought that she was a cop and they were all in, in the uh in the parking lot trying to conspire to get their story straight. Oh no no yeah I'm I'm talking about Brianna Taylor. Remember they came in her house and shot her and her boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. But remember husband. but remember the reason why the federal charges and stuff are being levied against these guys because you know cuz they're charging four officers. And the only officer that's being charged that was actually on the scene was the guy who they charged earlier with reckless endangerment to her her, her neighbors. Well, right. they were saying that two of these officers met in a, in, a, in a garage parking lot 
to try to get their story straight for for uh, for prosecutors. And I thought she was yeah. one of those two officers. Oh no no, she was the one who falsified the warrant to the warrant. have them yeah. go in there. Right, but but yeah, but but I saw that her and another cop were they meant to get their story straight. He, they may have. She may have. Oh, yeah. right. So she's saying she wrote the warrant after they went into the house. Yeah, they they met in the park. They caught them in a garage okay. parking lot trying to get their story straight, saying, okay, this is what you say to investigators. Yeah, I thought she was that blonde chick that was a part of that whole process. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure. I, I know she pled guilty, and she's um, yeah. um, facing charges for that. So I don't know what she's right. going to get for it, but she falsified a warrant. In that case, right? Um, when she got jailed, yeah. And guess what? And now she's uh, cooperating with prosecutors. Hey, she has to. She don't want to stay in her butt in jail too long. Mm-hmm. She's gonna get something, but yep, it wouldn't surprise me if they suspend her sentence too. Wow. You know, because that that's always problematic in this country is that. Yep. Um, you know, you have to do something really horrible as a blonde white woman for them to leave you in jail. Because <laughs> it's it not me that's saying that. I'm just telling you. Yeah, historically, true. they don't, you know, you, the the juries don't convict them and prosecutors don't like to prosecute them. Well, look at your stories about the way they molest children. I mean, come on. Oh, Teachers well, you know what? Sleeping with their, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So, I, mm-hmm. I and I... You know, it's summer, so we don't have as many of those stories. But during the school year, there's always a ton of stories of teachers <laughs> sleeping with kids, and they don't get yep. any time for that. Unless they're That's a guy. Then they exactly. Get yep. You know, and speaking, speaking of sex offenders, this guy is 85, is arrested <laughs> for offering a mother $100,000 for her 8-year-old daughter at a supermarket. What? And Yeah, he was at a supermarket, and then he told cops... Uh, who was going to arrest him, that we all like kids. That's what he told him. 85. Yeah. 85 years And according to the police, he was previously arrested for a similar act incident. Yeah, I was was just about to say, how many times has he done this before in his his 85 years? Again, and I don't have to play black or white with you, but he's still out doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, if he's done this and been in jail... They keep letting him out, going, oh, Grandpa's not a threat to nobody. And now he's still yeah. going around trying to buy little kids. Wow, that's sad. I know. I know. Now, the mas- the mastermind between, you know, behind this $300 million Ponzi scheme um, yeah. targeted thousands of vulnerable veterans across 25 states to fund his own lavish lifestyle. He is given 10 years in jail, $300 million. And he gets 10 years. He's 68. Wow. He was indicted um, for a fraudulent claim, which he used to fund his um, lifestyle. He had a $4.8 million mansion and views of the Pacific Ocean. And he got wow. 10 years. Again, he's probably not going to do 10 years. And they're probably not going to even ask for the money back. Because white-collar crime will not get you as much time as stealing a slice of pizza. Right. You know, and, you, and you're right about that, Jerome. Think about this, man. So let me ask you. So would you 
if you had a chance to get away with $10 million, okay, but you go to jail for 10 years, but that, well, let's just say 30. So that $30 million no. is still out there. Right. And would you go to jail so, for 10 years? Say, okay, I'll take 10 years, but I'll be, you know. Yeah, no. yeah you'll have that money when you get out. <laughs> exactly. Well, think about this. This guy was $300 million. Oh, look, well, okay, million let's add that guy. number to it. Jesus Christ. So, so if it was, so if we go down and do 10% of that, right, mm-hmm. and we go down to $30 million, we're talking, that ain't half, we're talking one year for $30 million. So would you do 30, so for would you do one year first with $30 million? Okay, would you do yep. it? Oh, no doubt. I, oh, you know, man. I've wasted a couple of years I, I just sitting know. back watching TV, so whatever. <laughs> like, I, don't if they put, I don't know. I don't know. Man. Let me tell you wow. something. If they mm. put you in a nice federal spot uh, where um, there's a Burger King across the street and we can go every now and then or something, there's some nice federal <laughs> prisons. That's why those other guys on the last show, wow. um, I did a news story where they were lobbying to go to a federal penitentiary because they thought that the chances of getting a nicer um, prison was better. But they thought their life was in danger if they go to state prison. So, yeah, right. if you want to go to a federal prison, all federal prisons, all prisons are tough. But the problem is, is that there are some that are country club tough. Like, if Trump goes to jail, he's going to a federal prison. They're not going to send him to state prison under no circumstances. Because then they're, they're, the federal prisons are manned by the Justice Department, right? And... You know, you won't require secret service in prison because they're still government workers. So I don't know how they would work that out with his lifetime of secret service, that if he's in prison, how he's going to get concierge service. Because yeah, we talked about rules. that a couple of years ago, remember? <laughs> what would <Yeah>. happen? <laughs> uh, how would that work yeah, out yeah. with the secret service? Are they going to technically yeah. be in prison with him? Uh, right? Yeah. And my answer was no. They are not yeah. going to be in prison with him. They yeah. have officers that they would specially assign to him. But the Secret Service yeah. does not have to be there. You can't put me in prison because that's my job. I get to go home. That's right. All right. Wow. Well, on that note, we wanted to have our abbreviated show today. So I just want to holler at you and say, hey, that's what we have. And we will definitely get with you next week. I wanted to do at least something. That lets you Absolutely. Want. But I have a ton of news for next week. So we'll deal with that. All right. Well, we can't wait. It's been a pleasure, sir, as always. Folks, y'all are lucky. You get this stuff. You know, can you tune in anywhere else and get this type of news? No, you cannot. So keep it right here. Don't you go anywhere. Come back next week in the same place. Let's say same bat channel. Come on and get it. My man. All right, brother. Have a wonderful day. Y'all have a God God bless. Have a, a, a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. And uh, we should see you back here. The place to be. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll see you next days. week. All, All right. right. Sounds good. Okay.